If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Big stories, big guests, the big picture. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge. Weekdays 1230 to 3, 770 CHQR. Good afternoon, friends. Welcome aboard. It is Thursday afternoon. Rob Breckenridge with you. Our telephone number here, 403-974-8255, 974-TALK. A lot to get to on the program today, and a lot of it's going to involve the path forward and and how we start to get back to some sense of normalcy and what things look like, you know, a month down the road, six months down the road. Uh, Later on today, we're going to hear from the Business Council of Canada. They've got some interesting thoughts uh, about how the government needs to tread carefully when it comes to reopening the economy. we got to make sure we do it right. Uh, certainly testing is going to be a big part of our strategy, and Alberta's been a real leader when it comes to testing. We're going to find out a bit more about that coming up uh, after 1 o'clock. The other side of it is uh, developing new treatments, and, and hopefully a few months down the road uh, into next year, basically this period between now and having a vaccine, will get a lot better when it comes to treating this disease and mitigating the, the more serious impacts of COVID-19. If we can reduce deaths, reduce hospitalizations, you know, basically mitigate the impact, that will make this more manageable. And that's a twofold strategy. Part of it involves looking at existing drugs and finding where maybe there's some potential benefit from some of those. And obviously, you've heard about some, and there's some some research underway. But maybe a more effective strategy is uh, the development of new drugs that are specifically designed to target COVID-19, the virus that causes COVID-19, and understanding how it it gets into our system, what it does once it's in there, and, and trying to block it, essentially. There's some really encouraging new research, uh, an international team uh, led by uh, University of British Columbia's uh, Dr. Joseph Penninger has uh, found a trial drug that effectively blocks the cellular door that this virus uses to infect its host. It was published uh, in the journal Cell earlier this month. Uh, joining us to talk more about uh, this breakthrough and you know, how significant this, uh, significant this could potentially be. Very pleased to welcome the program, uh, the aforementioned Dr. Joseph Penninger, uh, who's Canada 150 Chair in Functional Genetics, also Director of the Life Sciences Institute at UBC. Dr. Penninger, thank you so much for making some time for us here today. Welcome to the program. Yes, <clears throat> thank you so much for having me and good evening from Vienna. Yes, you are, are currently in Austria, uh, so we appreciate making some time for us, whereas as you say, it's, it's well into the evening. Uh, when it comes to understanding this virus uh, and, and being able to, to develop treatments that respond to it, uh, how, how challenging is it right now as we continue to learn about this virus? Uh, so many years ago, we actually worked on the SARS virus and we found the entry gate, the entry door of the virus. Uh, and uh, based on this, we actually developed a new medicine which we are now testing, uh, as you already mentioned in the introduction, in COVID-19 patients. So, so COVID-19 is a very tricky disease because it starts with fever, and then, and it's a disease which just just does not affect the lung only; it affects many many tissues. And so, we really need to come up with very innovative medicines, medicines which really target the, the heart of the disease, 
the heart of the virus, how it infects us. Mm -hmm. So, as you say, I mean, you know, this different this virus is somewhat different than than the SARS virus, but there are a lot of similarities, isn't there? Because then we can we can build off the knowledge we have then of of SARS. Yeah, absolutely. <clears throat> so, from the first SARS outbreak, I was at this time a young researcher in Toronto. And we did some of the, the basic work and research on the SARS virus. So we could explain why the virus became a killer, uh, how it entered our body, uh, because we had actually identified the door earlier. And the reason is why the SARS virus became a killer, and actually the same is true for COVID-19 now, is because it uses a door which normally also protects our tissues. So this virus is the SARS virus and now the COVID-19 causing virus basically hit the molecule which normally protects us. And of course, from the first SARS outbreak, we can learn a lot. And we did learn a lot. So tell us what this is, uh, what's known as ACE2, right? This is, uh, this is a protein that, that we have. Uh, and so how does, how does this virus make use then of, of this protein? So basically, a virus cannot live by itself. <clears throat> so it's a piece of uh, <clears throat> of genetic information encased in a protein, a lipid membrane, and it needs us to replicate itself to grow. <clears throat> so it needs to get into our body, into our cells. And uh, it has basically a door it uses, a very specific door. It's like a lock and a key. And this virus is the COVID-19 causing virus and the first SARS virus basically using the, the the door lock, which is called ACE2. So ACE2 stands for angiotensin converting enzyme number two, which we had many years ago when I was in Toronto, actually a kid from Toronto who worked in the lab discovered it. And ACE2, <clears throat> angiotensin converting enzyme number two, has a normal function. And this normal function is it maintains our heart health, it maintains our health in the kidneys, it controls our blood pressure, and this is actually what we see in the disease now. So, is it possible then to to somehow block that protein or or prevent the virus from from taking over that protein? Yeah, but yeah. Based on all of this, we developed uh, over many years now a medicine <clears throat> which we wanted to develop for lung disease and lung failure. And we already tested it in eighty nine patients and healthy volunteers. So this drug actually already went into humans. And uh, and the reason, uh, it, it basically looks like the door, but it, it does not function as a door. So it basically tricks the virus to going through the wrong door. And by doing so, we can actually keep the virus out. And the paper we just published in the journal Cell basically showed uh, when we give this fake door to the virus, then we can reduce the virus load by a factor of 1,000 to 5,000 times. Wow. Well, yeah, and, and that sounds very encouraging. Now, what, what's what's the timeline here? And obviously, you know, when it comes to developing new drugs, it, it, it can take some time. I know we're in, in a pandemic and there's certainly some urgency when it comes to being able to develop new treatments. So what's what's a realistic timeline for developing this further? Uh, the realistic timeline is uh, <clears throat> that it might happen this week. Uh, <clears throat> The reason is because we've been working on this for many years, that we already tested it in humans. There's 10 years of development behind it. You're totally right. Uh, you know, there are many people who promise new drugs and things which might work and actually nice concepts, but to actually go from a concept to, to a patient is a long process. 
if the safe drug, so every drug has to have the same content, so we must make absolutely sure that the patient get the best drugs. So this has been all done now. And last week we got approval in three European countries, in Denmark, in Germany, and in my country, where I'm staying now at the moment in Austria, uh, for clinical studies. So uh, maybe in the next hour or tomorrow and two days, the first patient will actually be treated with this drug. Uh, probably in Denmark and Copenhagen, and then we have 11 trial centers all over Europe. So it's happening. Uh, every patient will get the medicine for uh, seven days, and then we follow them all up for another three weeks. Wow. So it's it's realistic that in the coming months uh, that, that we could have new, new drugs uh, that, that are available. We could have new treatments that are available. Yeah, we hope so. And, and of course, what we are doing is, is one of the hard, uh, the, the, the basic principle how the virus infects us. So it makes a lot of sense to actually develop this. Of course, there are many other people out there who have also great ideas what they want to do and what other drugs they will develop. So, so I'm actually very hopeful that we're on the right way. Uh, in two, three months, we will know if our drug works. So we made absolutely sure, and this is very important. Uh, that our clinical study is well controlled uh, because nobody's helped if we have half-baked clinical studies and nobody knows and we guess and it's an anecdote if drugs work or not. So we made absolutely sure that this is a controlled, placebo-controlled clinical study. And at the end of the day, we will come up with the conclusion it works. All the science tells us it should work, or it maybe doesn't work. And but uh, we will know in in a few weeks, in a few months. All right. Well, we'll keep a close eye on that as well, Dr. Penninger. Thank you so much for making some time here uh, for us today. Really appreciate this, and and all the best uh, with your work on this. Yeah. Thanks for having me on, and all the best to you guys in Canada. All right, take care. Uh, that is uh, Joseph Penninger joining us on the line, as mentioned, uh, from Austria. He is Canada 150 Chair in Functional Genetics at UBC, also Director of the Life, Science, uh, Life Sciences Institute at UBC. So this was uh, an international team working on this, uh, some support as well from, from our federal government. So that's encouraging what he talks about in terms of where they're at already. And to be able to develop a new drug and get it right into clinical trials, that's really exciting. Because I think we have some level of cynicism based on, you know, stories from the past. Uh, here's, uh, you know, a new drug that could potentially help cancer patients. Or here's a new drug that could potentially help with this disease or that disease. And then, you know, it seems like nothing happens. Because it can take so long to get it from the conceptual stage to testing stage to the approval stage to the manufacturing stage. And in a situation like this, if, if that's going to be the timeline, then yeah, it's all a moot point. Great. Some new drug comes along in five years from now. How does that help us in the here and now? Uh, so I think that's why that's, that aspect of this is so encouraging, not just what they've been able to do so far and what they, they published in this study, uh, but the timeline that they're operating on. So again, this isn't about putting all of our eggs in one basket, right? And we should be very careful about not doing that whether it be a, a certain existing drug or potential new drugs or therapies being developed, we want an arsenal, an arsenal at our disposal to take on this virus. And this looks like a really promising one. Uh, so again, this is one that identifies what really seems to be what they refer to as, as the door or the entry gate for this virus, this particular protein that it uses to, to basically latch onto us. And, and infiltrate our, our cells, our tissue. So if you can block that, that's huge.
right? So something to keep a close eye on, but really some encouraging research uh, with a big Canadian connection to it. All right, 403-974-8255 is our number here, 974-TALK. As mentioned, a lot to get to in the program here today. We're back with more right after this. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at 1230 on News Talk 770 Calgary.